0: I'm sorry. I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool. Only from
1: Progressive. The owl and afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Look around you. That car you're driving. That house your family lives in. Making your daughter laugh. Inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive. Teaching him he can be anything.
1: All you. And your dreams for tomorrow. You'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen. They are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance. Protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully. Dream
0: fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company. S.I. and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company. 6,000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.
1: You think of Earth as a singular planet. In fact, it is anything but. For so this is a story not of a universe, but a multiverse where universes and planets, such as Earth, were replicated and mirrored across a vibrating, infinite plane, Some, barely different from the next. Uh. Others, drastically so. Uh.
0: This is DC On Screen. Every week, Dave and Jason talk about the multiverse of DC properties on film and television. But be warned, if it's been officially released, you can expect they'll spoil it.
1: Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 493. This is our Supergirl Season 3 review, with an emphasis on Season 3, Episode 23, Battles Lost and One, the season finale. I'm your host, David C. Robertson, this is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. And before we jump into our thoughts on this season and this episode, uh, I do want to invite you to come join our Facebook group. You can find it at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash DC On Screen podcast. Um, don't go to just DC On Screen, because there's some weird stuff over there. And warned you. if you want, we've warned you, we've warned you before on other episodes, but if you're new, just make sure it's forward slash DC on screen podcast. Um, we also have, uh, this thing where if you leave us a voicemail, we will play that voicemail. You can call us at 205-259-6331. Well, a few weeks ago, I, I'll be honest. I didn't think this day would ever come. Like I hoped it would, obviously. Like, I have a small amount of hope that I will, leave, uh, that will live to see the day uh, that uh, a season ends, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, man, Supergirl's going to end on June 18th? What? That sound, oh, I feels so far away. Like, everything else is, like, ending. And, you know, I'm kind of persnickety. I'm kind of a stickler. Like, everything else ends. I want my shows to be over so I can recoup. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really want to, like, have it parsed out so much. But um, this wasn't too bad. Um <laughs> I do I, – I did feel a little weird about this season being parsed out the way it was. And um uh, I guess that's just what we're going to be doing, though, with CW. There, they have enough superhero some, shows now.
0: Yeah, there's some evidence that they're going to trend this way. It's also – this wouldn't have happened this year if they already had Sundays open. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't part of their planning. I think if mm-hmm. if they had it all to do over again, they would have put they would have opened up Sundays uh, before the fall season began last year. Yeah, but uh, it didn't happen. So instead, we got what to me felt like an unnatural like I've I don't remember ever being like watching a finale and being so thankful for air conditioning at the same time. Mm-hmm. Completely new experience for me. It is just bizarrely long. Like I I I mean I, I struggle almost to remember everything that happened in this season.
1: Um, well, I think oddly enough, like there wasn't a whole lot that did happen. Like it feels like there was a lot more to it than there was, just because of the big break. Um, but when we came back, Kara was still dealing with the loss of Monel, and then you know he came back from the future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was married to Saturn Girl uh brainy became a, a a main character we had carl lumley come in uh the brilliant carl lumley who who was martian manhunter on, on uh, justice league and justice league unlimited as uh as Jean jones father mm-hmm. and um we had lena and Kara become close we had uh, morgan edge and his storyline seemed to kind of fall away quickly and i'm mm-hmm. assuming because that's because his role got so big on agents of shield uh adrian pazdeer so I I hope to see Morgan Edge. I mean, I like Edge. the theory
0: for it, but it is it's it's hard to say.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I just hope we see more of Adrian in in Supergirl, Morgan Edge, uh, further down the line because I do enjoy his.
0: I, I enjoy always his enjoy that guy. Yeah, I mean, I understand also like, um, Alex's storyline developing the uh, mm-hmm. the loss of Sanders and all that. I get it. Uh, John's entire storyline. Uh, with mm-hmm. his dad's inclusion and then and then uh, demise, I I get that. Guardian, Win, all of yeah. these people had what I have to admit is for each and every person involved a pretty serious storyline, like a giant arc, even mm. including people that weren't really cared about or introduced until this season. Sam and Ruby, right? Um, Primarily, and they still got and and you know, Lena was around before this season, right? Who was was Lena around before this season? I can't remember now.
1: I want to say she was. She showed up last year.
0: Introduced. I think I remember being introduced, but like I said, it's been a minute. Yeah. Man. Sorry. Um, but either way, it didn't get as heavy a focus until this. Even like she even gets a heavy storyline. Uh, Monel gets dealt with. What well. like everyone has their time. It just kind of messed with me because it messes with the rhythm of how you watch a show and in, in, you know, uh, in some sense. Mm-hmm. Like by mid-May, I'm like almost expectant. I have. I have. Uh, I don't know. I'm, like I'm, I'm thinking about these TV shows a lot. I'm looping things in my head because you're, you're, you're gearing up for what you're going to show me, like on your finale. Like there, I don't know. It's just like it got me on my timing almost. Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: like by this time in in the year, um, it's almost like you have transitioned to summer thinking. And there's a lot of thought yeah. about like lawn care and pools. You know, and, like I'm, I'm always. In... <laughs> you have a pool? No, my parents do though. Oh, okay. I'll take you there sometime.
1: I'm good. Okay. <laughs> No, no one wants to see me in pool attire. I'll put it that way. <laughs>
0: oh, buddy!
1: Like, luckily, like if I were I to take my shirt off, no one would ever really, truly see how out of shape I was because the sun reflecting off of my white, white skin would blind everyone in the vicinity.
0: Well, I mean that's cool. We, we can, I can get a pair of stronger sunglasses, and mm-hmm. we can have the pool to ourselves. We'll, we'll have a little. Uh, we'll have a day with it. It'll be good. And then we'll have to take like two weeks off because you'll be uh, absolutely scorched from the exposure to the sun.
1: Mm, yeah, that's that's the real thing. So I think I enjoyed the season more than the previous two seasons. What do, what do you think? Like if, from what you can remember?
0: Um, yeah, actually, I'd agree with that. Like a few episodes where I, I just remember being slightly underwhelmed a few times, but it happens any like any of the shows that we love or hate. Man, I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were just going off about like season two of Legion, and I still remember like a couple episodes where I thought, "Well, hmm, not quite what I was hoping for."
1: I'm not sure. I with uh, honestly, I'm not sure with Legion that I I had an expectation to hope for. Like I'm just sort of enjoying the ride. But <laughs> um, I love where they've taken Alex this season. Oh, for I sure. was dubious, like because I, I really liked the Sanders relationship. Yeah, and I was. Um, I was, I, I was dubious that when we found out last year before the season began that Maggie was going to be going away, I was like, eh, I don't want to see that. But, mm-hmm. you know, she's, Alex has become a stronger person for it, a stronger character for it.
0: And, um. Yeah, when you take away a character, especially when you've, uh, been successful at adding that character and, and it really going over well with the fans and it really did. Mm-hmm. When you've added somebody that's added something that you love about the show and you take that away, you can yeah. make that a stronger version of the show if what you do is leave some like lasting legacy that impacts the future of the show and they did that really well hmm
1: and you know that also works really well with like what just happened in this episode. A lot of people on t v time and Twitter are very very upset that Monel has gone back to the future to to save the earth um they they feel like it's the throw the the writers have thrown away. Uh, two years of character development, uh investing no. getting us invested in a relationship that doesn't matter, but I it does matter.
0: No, they um, cashed in two years of development.
1: Yeah, like were it not for those two seasons of relationship, were it not for Kara's um influence, I wanna say? Yeah, influence. That's a good word for it. That <laughs> I can't think of for the for some reason. On on Monel for if it wasn't for her inspiring him to become a hero and and be the man that he is, um, she, he wouldn't have gone to help to save the future. And like, if, but if he wouldn't have gone to save the future, he he wouldn't be the man that she loved. So it's, it's important for her to stay in the past. It's important for him to stay in the future because that's where they need to be. And that's sort of the most romantic version of it. Like I get the feeling that a lot of people these days wouldn't dig Casablanca, you know,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I get
1: it. Like I one of the greatest love stories of, of any time. But yeah, but the whole hill of
0: beans things would be lost to yeah, other people. There
1: was there was a there was a plane that flew one of those people far, far away at the end of that film.
0: <laughs> it did not end with a um an embracing kiss that goes on unnaturally long and a, a crane pulling out the credits rolling over the top of the two kissing. You know, that that's not what happened here.
1: Yeah. So I mean I think the the also, perfect thing about just a that
0: hypothesis, I think if he doesn't meet Supergirl on this planet, he becomes mm-hmm. a bartender hitting on single chicks. Yeah, not even and we single have chicks. enough of those kinds of guys. I just think he's guys. a bartender that hits on people. <laughs> we and we have enough of he, those
1: kinds of guys, don't we?
0: Yeah, and like if he ends up on this planet and still somehow ends up in the future, he's still just a guy on a different bar hitting on chicks. Like mm-hmm. that's who Manel is without the relationship he builds with Supergirl. Yeah. And I say that because, come on, man, we saw his history. That was He was just a spoiled prince.
1: Yeah. And, you know, the the showrunners have said that they always plan for him to just be in two seasons of the show. I dig They also it. said that maybe uh, they say they uh, would be happy to have him back, you know, if story and time, you know, permits, they'd love to have him back for a few episodes or something.
0: He will be. I mean, he will be. I'm just willing to put money on that right now. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. His last scene, he gives her a ring and says, you know, call me if you need me, basically. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, hey, look. I, <laughs> they actually did. They brought up Casablanca talking about the decision.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. I did not see that before. <laughs> that is... No one's going to believe that. I'm I'm so sorry.
0: But that's the truth.
1: I did, I did not see that. <laughs> I've got tabs open, guys.
0: Nice. Um,
1: <laughs> so... Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe we should bring up Five Hundred Days of Summer. Spoiler. Um, mm-hmm. Ah, gosh. I I was fine with 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 Monel not being on the show anymore. I'm I liked them as a couple, but I'm
0: I was good either way. I like him. I like him as a couple. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, but I, even if you shipped him, I have nothing against that whatsoever. But what they did instead, okay, it's okay too.
1: Yeah, like like if you're a TV my, viewer,
0: you don't always get what you want. But
1: I mean, it's important that you get what you need. Like. We got, uh, Monel being a better person than he was. Like there was real growth and she learned that she doesn't need him, you know, like at, at the end of the day, like she's good on her own. She is Kara and she is Supergirl. And yeah. that was like one of the, that was the big overarching, uh, theme of the season. The big question is, can she be human and Kryptonian? And, uh. Even to a point where, like, I kind of felt like, "Gosh, wouldn't she have come up, had this struggle in college or something?" But well, hey, here we are. If and I can skip straight looked-
0: to the uh, the revelation at the end of it, <laughs> yeah. That's a nice point, though. Is like she that the the theme is who is she, and mm-hmm. she kind of embraces like she. Doesn't quite reject, but you know she she you know she wants to go to Argo City. She she wishes she had all the things. You know she wishes she could be with Monel, She wishes she could be with her mom. But as Monel puts it, like we have got we've all got some saving to do or something like that. Yeah. Um, it. She wishes she could have all that, but she understands her place, her time, her home. You know who she really ident- identifies with the the humans, mm-hmm. the people who made her who she is. And then we see Second Kara, which apparently their producers are making a direct reference. With it being Russia to Red Sun, mm-hmm. so maybe it is about like who who brought you up? Who do you identify with? Like apparently that might be the season four theme. Yeah, which would be I mean for a second like I didn't put together the Russia thing for a second, and I I didn't dare to dream of anything Red Sun related. So for a second I was just like oh freaking are we gonna do doppelgangers? Oh God no! I'm
1: good with doppelgangers.
0: <laughs> I
1: oh. <laughs> I know you I I am I'm, so I'm, sick. Bored with I'm doppelgangers. sick of it. I'm sick of it, too, to some degree, but then, yeah,
0: Not to my degree. I oh. understand. I haven't maybe a possibly unnatural degree of reluctance to delve into those stories. But mm-hmm. getting into the Red Sun thing and, the, like, uh, who do you identify with and all that, that's, yeah, fantastic. Let's do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, apparently there, it looks like it's also going to be, uh, I think comicbook.com was saying that it was a lot like the Supergirl Last Daughter of Krypton storyline, where she's memory-wiped and in Siberia. So. hmm Nice. So it might be some very
0: well be you know combination. I there might probably be some influences of Power Girl in here too, where it's kind of a okay, kind of a blank slate, like a powerful blank slate shows up out of nowhere. You know, mm-hmm. like anything, they're gonna take from here and there, and hopefully make something fun and new out of it.
1: Yeah, um, I am a bit distressed at the fact that Odette Annable is gone. She's not going to be a regular anymore, and we don't even know if she's coming back. This is the the woman who played Sam mm-hmm. and Rain. And um, I'm a little distressed because, like, I already felt like in this season they were rushing – they rushed it along. Like, she was, like, in two episodes and all of a sudden she was, like, best friends with Kara and, and Lena. See, and that's they were the like, thing like – We're best I, friends. I, think,
0: <laughs> I, I suspect that our memory is failing us. I think they spent more time on that than, than, than I feel like I can remember right now. Mm. that's where I, I feel I like the length of the season is affecting me a little bit in my memory.
1: It, was, it wasn't it was two episodes, but it was quick for them to be like, oh,
0: we're all best friends. I mean, yeah, it I know you're hyperbolizing weird. with two episodes, but I do – I, I yeah. feel what you're feeling. Like, I understand. It did feel quick, but I think – like, I almost want, wish – I mean, I wish I had time to go yeah. rewatch the whole thing and be sure of I do I'm, – I'm combative. Like, part of my memory thinks it took them a little more time than it feels like it took them, you know?
1: yeah. Now they were the the showrunners were asked if if Sam was gone for good and they said we hope not we love Odette she was amazing in the dual role playing different characters we fell in love with her as Sam and were terrified of her as Rain if it works out we'd love to have her back for a few episodes next season and that seems to be you know kind of similar to what they said about uh, Chris Wood uh, <laughs> yeah they even they were even asked like why Sam was left alive and Alex didn't adopt Ruby and that's something that I predicted would happen. Yeah, seemed to be very much where they were going, and they did say that they discussed that option, but they wanted it to uh, have a heartwarming ending for everyone because there's there's too many there's too much trauma in the world as it as it, as it is, and they wanted to have a happy <laughs> ending for Ruby, which you know I get, but if you're not gonna have her back next season, it probably would have been the better call. Um, in my mind,
0: I mean, well, that and like if you have her, then you have to commit Ruby to the role next season, which. I don't know how they're working out their contracts, but I don't know, man. I mean, maybe you don't like that. Maybe a this like would concern me if, uh, like backstage is like, not only if you bring back Samantha, you have to bring back Ruby and vice versa, mm-hmm. unless you've killed one of them. Right. So unless you've created right. the tragedy, they're apparently trying to avoid with what was admittedly a heartwarming finale. They, yeah. you, you got to get them both back. You can't like not see Ruby when you well, see Well, I sort of thought,
1: or, I sort of thought Sam should have died. That's, that's sort of my thing. Like, it's not like my, my thing, like the thing I was really like. Oh, this is great, but yeah, it's it's where they were, it's where I felt they were pushing the show, and I'm not gonna be like mad at them for it because you know why would I be mad at, at them doing exactly what I thought they would they would do? I complain that shows are predictable enough as it is.
0: Well, they but, didn't, you know, they didn't say outright that when she gets uh, clocked that she dies. Mm-hmm. But if we assume that she did, then you are still kind of right that that's what they were leading up to. And they just had a nice little twist. Like not only did they, if that's what they were doing and she did die, then mm-hmm. not only does she die, but almost everyone else there uh, taken out too. And then, you know, Kara has to go through extremes and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, kind of learn the thematic lesson for herself that season to get it all back.
1: Mm-hmm. How do you, how does it sit with you? the the whole Kara thing with with her like oh I came in here like she's she's the whole episode she's talking about I don't kill I don't kill then she they go to confront Rain she they wind up killing her right <laughs> but in in her death throes uh, Rain kills a ton of people mm-hmm. Kara goes back in time a la Barry on the Flash mm-hmm. and a la Superman yeah a la Superman uh, takes the Harrenel grabs Rain, takes her into a pocket dimension, then kills her there. It, like, Because, like, as, like you know, mon dead, everybody's dead. And then it's, oh, it's my fault. I came here intending to kill Rain. I'm supposed to be better than that. I don't kill. Blah, blah, blah. Then she takes the hair and nail, kills Rain anyway in a pocket dimension. But I guess if it's in a pocket dimension, it's not murder. I That seems stupid here's and the thing. weird to me.
0: Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I When a bunch of spirits... Like, kind uh-huh. of take your physical form, beat it down, and rush into a pool of water. I don't know what the fuck just happened, uh-huh. but I'm willing to say to myself, even doubling down the fact that that's in a pocket dimension, I don't know uh-huh. if I just murdered a person, but I'm sure they're here for a bit.
1: Okay. Well, let, let, let me rephrase as to what actually happened on the show here. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Kara took Sam and Rain into the pocket dimension. Yeah, Sam gave her that liquid. That she knew for a fact was going to kill her because her foster mother told her, don't drink that water, it will kill you. And Kara watched her as she killed Rain. So as long as Sam does it, it's not really murder.
0: I'm just just a bystander. No big deal. Yeah. I could still even argue that the definition of kill in that particular <laughs> scenario isn't isn't uh, real. Like, the idea of Sam going into a pocket of universe, you mm-hmm. know... Quotations dying in it and then never coming back because of uh, Sam Mom explaining it. That's one thing. And we're not trying to pull out Sam Mom's explanation. Let's keep that. Let's not get you know. Let's not get weird here. But uh-huh. even then, in a pocket dimension, I could still be like, I don't know what's going on here. But that clearly weakened Rain enough that she's not even physical form anymore. This is a pocket mm-hmm. dimension. We're gonna bail. Whatever's here, still here, is in the pocket. You know, <laughs> energy once created cannot be destroyed. She's here somewhere. Whatever, uh-huh. I'm bailing. <laughs> yeah, I should say the, energy look, cannot be created or destroyed because that's more accurate. But still, you see my point.
1: That is also still true if she just murders the shit out of her in the physical world. Like
0: that's a yeah, that energy went somewhere. Transformation of energy. And I can possibly. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I do get what you're saying. It's a little uh, not okay. Like just. <laughs> yeah, and I do wonder if they're kind of they could deal with it because they they clearly uh-huh. didn't. No, kill said energy, um, and my theory about a pocket universe being a, a encapsulating of that energy is is apparently bullshit because she shows Mm-mm. up in Russia in some form, whatever. You know
1: who shows up in Russia? Kara does not.
0: Yeah, no, but uh, Rain. it's like the it's like they do the ghosts taking her away, and then suddenly there's a Kara. It's almost like the energy gets transferred into Kara somehow to me.
1: I don't I don't know that that's what they're intending, like. If you'll recall, earlier in the I mean, season, They go exactly uh, to Lena, the scene
0: where they take her down, and then suddenly there's a car. I just feel like they're gonna have a, there's gonna be a connection there.
1: They didn't suddenly go to that. They, you know, tied up the season, and then were like, you know, at the uh, very end, like as a tag, it's like here over here in Siberia. I don't,
0: well, they do I, like 48 like, hours earlier when we, uh, yeah. you know, when we when we killed Rain, and then, mm. then here's I uh, don't know in in earlier in the season.
1: They made it very clear that the Haranel does a lot of different things. Like, Lena's, like, looking at it and going, like, this this shit has properties I don't even understand. Like, it could do so many different things. Yeah. Which, Which is why, is why she she's, keeps it,
0: and I get keeps
1: that. Keeps it, yeah. And, all, by the way, Lena's right for that. Like, she's a scientist, yeah, guys. Yeah, I'm,
0: sure I'm not sure I'm ready to call her the villain yet. I'm not ready to call her the villain, but, uh, you know. I do uh, hope this is something her and Kara can, like, bond over later.
1: Oh, she and Kara will have a, have sorry. a, a big sorry. row over it.
0: I meant her and Supergirl.
1: Oh well, either
0: one. Like, also, I'm still super sure Lena knows it's Supergirl. I kind of wish they'd tied that up too at the end of it. Like when she's handing know. that I'm, stuff over at the end, I kind of wish like Supergirl been like, "Thank you," and she's like, "You're welcome, Car," and walks to, <laughs> just walks away. That yeah. would have that would have really amused me.
1: Like, unfortunately, like I like, I understand that Lena is a scientist. She's going to keep this stuff. She's going to study it. How could you and not?
0: You could change the you world. You kind
1: of. You kind of can't be friends with Supergirl if you have a mind of your own on the show. Because like Supergirl is like super
0: judgmental. They made <laughs> like, room for that though, this season. Mm-hmm. Like they they really did. Like Lena and her are not friends. Lena makes that explicitly clear. Mm-hmm. And even kind of uh, kind of calls her out like, Why do you need that from people? Like, why do you, why do we need to be friends? We have a goal. That's all that really matters. Yeah. Similar goal. That's all we need between ourselves. Shut the fuck up with all this friendship stuff. Um, <laughs> and Supergirl pretty uh-huh. much just like crosses her arm and nods, like, yeah, I get it. Like, she, Supergirl did not win that. Hope did not win no. the day. You know, Lena is not inspired by her. It's nothing like that. They, they are not. They're on. They're on the other side of well, the fence w- on a few things, and that's just how it is.
1: It would probably be a lot easier to be inspired by Supergirl if Supergirl weren't being a judgmental idiot. Like, you know what? We might need some kryptonite on Earth because of all the things that are happening right the hell now. Oh, yeah. But it's it's an affront to me. It's the only thing that can kill me. Everything can kill me, Supergirl. Shut up. (laughs) Like, I loved that point. When Lena finally made that point, like, dude, like, you know how many things can kill me on the Earth? And am I just going to be offended by everything? Go away.
0: (laughs) You wish she had gone further with it and been like, I don't go over to a dinner party. As a guest, walk in, see a carving knife for a turkey and go, how dare you?
1: <laughs> but you know, as I had to point out to TV time, on uh, it is like, we can't just have Kara and Lena or Kara and, or sorry, Lena and Supergirl in complete and perpetual agreement all the time. It would rob them both of character. It would rob them both of depth. Uh, what's the, What's the point of having Lena on the show? At all, a if you're just going to have like, yeah, if you're just going to have a sounding board for Supergirl, like every everything I think is right, and everyone's like, yes, it is. Okay, cool. Then just have an episode, just have a show called Supergirl where every week she fights something, and then the show is over. Like, <laughs> we need characters with different perspectives. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, you do. You absolutely do. And then that'll be that'll be fun to deal with next season. Also, I am gonna mm-hmm. I mean, there. I'm going to get the will. I'm going to get my will. They won't they about the, the identity reveal, and I. I'm just going to maintain until I'm proven otherwise that she already knows.
1: I hope she already knows. So speaking of of, uh, people connected to Lena, what do you think of James revealing his identity?
0: I dig it. One of the the major arguments against it is you're going to endanger the people you love. Freaking Mm -hmm. everybody he knows is capable of protecting themselves. Yep. He's fine. All the time. It's fine with me.
1: It would be funny if, like, the first episode of next season, like... He's like, I did it because it was important and blah. And Clark just shows up. He's like, dude, they figured out that I'm Superman. What the hell, man?
0: (laughs) Oh, that'd be great, too. What do you mean? Like, (laughs) like, Clark just shows up in plain clothes, (laughs) flying. Like, What are you doing, man? Yeah, they already know. Like, they all know. You revealed yourself as Guardian. You did our secret handshake in front of everybody. Uh Uh-huh. What what did you expect would happen? It leaked, man. That'd be great. That would be. Um, Also, if they just opened up the... If, like, in episode one... There's a time leap of like a month, and James yeah. is just in jail. That <laughs> wouldn't uh, surprise
1: me either. Vigilantes are, you know, illegal. Yeah, you know, the
0: Supergirl, I run she's around. An <laughs> alien, she's not. A, I run not around a assaulting people that I decide need to be assaulted.
1: <laughs> right. Also,
0: I'm editor in chief of a uh, major news outlet. Um, man, I don't think that's an amount of power that like I would be comfortable. <laughs> consolidating into one person if they arrested him like you cannot be the kind of person who makes your own decisions about who needs punishment and control the news (laughs) like there have to there has to be an independent like someone has to be independently making decisions about your decisions somebody by the way you're not letting the executive branch do it you're not letting the uh, fourth branch do it what do you
1: want i've suddenly just had a great idea for a tv show Uh the punisher runs tmz (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> just every headline would be they deserve to die don't worry about it <laughs> but they didn't die
1: <laughs> she's
0: a gold digger she married like an 84 year old man i don't know, just i'm assuming i'm assuming in his universe dead now. he just kills a bunch of people and then takes like a, a picture of the uh, really the crime scene let's just call it the crime scene and then just puts like <laughs> at the top in the typical tmz lettering more pedophiles kill details below
1: Yeah, just like (laughs) he kills celebrities (laughs) for something entirely entirely different. Entirely highlighted, more pedophiles killed. But headlines it wearing fake Versace.
0: Yeah. Illuminati pedophile ring takes another hit. (laughs) Details inside. (laughs) I I don't know what I'm saying inside of. Like physical media still exists, but you know what I
1: mean. Yeah, I I mean, it kind of does. Sometimes scroll down for details when you print the article out (laughs) Mm. (laughs) at home. Right. Um, all right. So Jeremy Jordan, people are upset. Jeremy Jordan has been downgraded to recurring on the show for season four. Um, and a lot of articles were saying just, just scant hours ago saying that, uh, there was no reason, no reason given for him not coming back next season. Um, TV time, user uh, qpj100 actually clued me in that jeremy jordan had said something hinted um on his instagram that he was getting into some more broadway stuff that's what i had assumed and he was doing some more shows and, and sure enough i i popped over to instagram and i saw he had some stuff like scheduled out for october uh and then he also posted a uh Today, actually, after the Supergirl finale last night. I won't read the whole thing. A lot of it is just thanking the Supergirl crew and stuff for, for understanding, uh, what he needs to do. But he says, my, lately, my gut has been telling me that I'm once again ready to begin a new chapter in my life. And I've learned, if I've learned anything, it's that you got to listen to your gut. So I want to thank everyone behind the scenes, uh, for understanding it was time for me to return home to spend time with my wife and friends and focus on crafting the next stage of my career he does say that he will return in season four, which is what recurring means.
0: Yeah. And I mean,
1: uh I, I just, I want to say this for all the people out there who are screaming that the writers chose to write Jeremy Jordan out of the show. That's not what happened. No, no. Jeremy Jordan said, hey guys, I need to split because I'm getting tired of doing the 16 hour a day shit. And I got to go work on other things in my career. I got to go hang out with my family, dude. Like, I'm tired of not also, seeing
0: my family for a quarter of the year.
1: Yeah. Guy's super talented. Like, yeah, he's going to, he's going to cage good that, that kind of, you can't cage that kind of person, man.
0: He's going to be fine. And as sad as I am to see him go, cause I, some, I, I kind of wish he had less ambition <laughs> because <laughs> he was great on the show. It's probably honestly, mm-hmm. maybe my vote for the bravest person in the show as they've written it. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Alex are a real close tie to me. Like, they both just at moments, um, like hell, I remember a few instances, I can't remember the details, but I, I remember a few instances where he straight up like just tears Supergirl down, like knowing that she could just shove his head into a hall, <laughs> into a wall. I mean, and, and, like just simple stuff where like, you, you've seen him over time just have like moments of bravery that, uh, I thought, man, I did not think he was capable of it. Like from, from a guy who was uh-huh. like uh, fixing, like creating people's, you know, uh, passwords at a freaking media company when he started yeah to, to have his arc end in and by the way he's I, going to
1: the future to save the world yeah
0: yeah like to save a world in an in a future where he's already saved countless lives because of his technology and like what i was kind of really touched by was there's a lot of moments with him leaving where i was like oh that's just sweet you know that kind of thing but mm-hmm. the one that really got me the look in mm-hmm. like brainiac's eyes when he's telling him like, how important that little scrap of paper is to him, like, to the future, mm-hmm. was kind of huge for me. Yeah. Like, it makes you think that the whole time he's been telling him, you know, you're not a twelfth foot little that like, the, I, it makes you feel like the whole time he's been berating Jeremy, or, sorry, uh, berating Win. Mm-hmm. he was just kind of a little jealous, like, that he hasn't had that kind of impact on on the timeline, you know? Yeah. Anyway, it was it was uh I don't know like I was more touched by him being presented by the sheet of paper and as as an artifact like no you changed everything, dude.
1: And it was it was a really hard hitting and and a great wrap up to the conversation to that statement he made to James while he was in the hospital bed like yeah, dude I've got more stuff to do I can't I can't go out like this yeah I mean and
0: it really would have been a tragedy if he hadn't done that yet like there was so much more left to do. Mm Hmm.
1: But we also get. Because he's leaving, we we get Jesse Rath coming in as a regular character this coming year as Brainiac Five.
0: That's not bad horse trading, man.
1: It's not bad, and you know, I don't I don't want to rattle any cages or upset anybody, but you know, in the comics, Brainiac Five and Supergirl were an item. I don't see that happening here, but I know the wound from Monel is fresh. But <laughs> a couple years, I can see it maybe happening.
0: I don't know. I as always, I kind of wish. Um... To minimize the romance, especially when it's just there to keep characters doing something, but
1: um I'm, I'm I'm not stating a preference, I'm just stating the obvious what's what's there from the comic page may not wind up on the screen, sure, but that is a thing it
0: is an amusing possibility for sure.
1: She's got a legion ring, I'll tell you that,
0: yeah, which I wonder
1: was in the comic. What, what can <laughs> that really do for her like but she can fly into space now, she can breathe in space, she has some protection there, sure. And clearly, she can you know go back in time. Now she can time travel. Uh, she can find a...
0: despite Wins projections, she can survive it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. So, and I think this is going to free them up on on their budget too. Like if you have Monel gone, you have Jeremy Jordan gone, you have Sam gone because she a, a dead Annabelle was a regular regular cast member this season. Um, and by the way, John isn't going anywhere. Everyone on the internet is freaking out because. David Harewood is gone, and I'm like, dude, he is a regular for season four
0: I mean I like if you don't know the news, you don't know that he's still a regular um and mm-hmm. you don't know that the APs have even said like we're gonna we have some really grounded ideas for what to do with him yeah like they, but you, they have on the for him. on the sh- on the show on the, though, the show what itself they saw was what I'll call the walk away shot,
1: but on the show itself, the walk away shot came after he told Alex, I'm not leaving my friends."
0: I know, but in the same show, they just saw, you know, how many people say, like, I'll see you around, Yeah, I get how if you're just kind of viewing this and you don't know anything backstage that you might have seen that and thought, oh, God, they just wrote Martian Manhunter off. <laughs> I do get it. It's just that, you know, take a moment and do see, just a small amount, like, just a small amount of research. Just type David Harewood in and then just yeah. isolate it to news. Maybe get clever maybe and I'm wrong. go to, like, past seven days.
1: Maybe I'm wrong, but when I saw him put on
0: that hat, I thought, oh, Detective John Jones. I did. I did. I immediately did, too. And then I thought, (laughs) no, that's exactly what they said he wasn't going to do. He's not going to be some private anything. He said he wants to go into the public and Mm -hmm. be some kind of Martian preacher. Did did he
1: say a Martian preacher? I don't remember him saying a Martian preacher. See, that just said to me that he was going to join the police force or something. Like, be in the streets, hands-on, like, in the public, like, dealing with the public. Like...
0: Maybe and even even private detective you could you could work that in if you really felt like it. I mean it, it's called a PI, but you don't have to really be that private.
1: Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have to be a private dick. He can, does. He can just be a detective I mean, working on the
0: police force. My, I mean, one of my like probably my favorite set imagine. of fictional novels of all time is the Near Wolf stuff, and he was a mm-hmm. so-called private detective, but he was literally world yeah. famous.
1: I don't know what the procedure is if the former director of a top secret government agency walks into your precinct and says I want to be a detective.
0: Like <laughs> Well, first of all, you don't know
1: that. Yeah, I mean, do you if, you know, you get paper government paperwork saying, "Hey, this dude is like overqualified for this position." What do you want to do? I I mean, do you just say, "Okay, be a detective?" Do you start him off, you know, as a rookie?
0: No. What's no. the procedure? Honestly, you say yes, and you do it outright, because either he's there on some kind of assignment that you just don't need to ask questions about, or he's there on some kind of personal mission, you know his training, and you just don't need to get in the way.
1: <laughs> right.
0: You say sure, and you hand him whatever paperwork he needs to fill out. hmm That'd be my take on it.
1: Right. Um, so, are you, ex- are you excited about Argo City still being out there? Are you happy that there are so many more Kryptonians around?
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Okay, because you know, season one made me really not want more of that. But they seem to have, <laughs> they've really seemed they it seems they've pivoted away from like the Shakespearean Kryptonians. Yeah, um, and now they're sort of like the Baku and Star Trek Insurrection. They're just sort of like all running around with like flowers and shit and <laughs> hanging out in the field.
0: I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> they're like some down home. Oh, I remember people, the reference, you know? but I like your characterization. Uh. <laughs> her mom didn't no. have that <laughs> dialect that we just kept getting so annoyed with. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. <laughs> I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Am I crazy or did the uh the weird cult guy not die? He's still around, right? He was last time I remember seeing him, he was in uh in Jean's car or his uh his, his ship. car ship.
0: Um which you know, I'm really sad for John that he doesn't still have cuz that was awesome. Um I don't know. Like he's kind of He's he's very still when he sends that signal, but I don't know if that's mm-hmm. like that kind of still or dead body still. Yeah. Either way, I thought, oh, you willfully ignorant fuck. At least you finally found a uh, <laughs> some redemptive redemptive part of your uh, character to uh huh be useful. Anyway, yeah, he um I don't know, he could be alive, but I kind of hope he's irrelevant. Like I I th- think that was maybe built in whether you like it or not. Like he was. He mm-hmm. served his purpose, and he's gone.
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm curious. I like that actor. I'm curious if he's going to be around again next season at any point.
0: Yeah, nothing against the actor there. He did a good job with it. I yeah. just get really bored with the, like, zealot of, like, zealots in general sometimes bore me because they can mm-hmm. be used as, like, a a kind of, like, borderline deus Ex kind of thing yeah so sometimes I get bored when it's just um uh, oh my God, the zealot, and then we change the story, and other times I get bored I, I got specifically bored with the character where it's like uh, this kind of zealot, and then that ideology ideology runs out, so now I'm this kind of zealot, and then just like the kind who's going to just change his tune but always going to be basically singing the same song yeah they, they bore me for entirely different reasons so um uh, i could i could I could stand him just being just being gone, not the actor's fault
1: though <laughs> yeah I Got a little tired of of the uh, of that storyline, but I kind of wanted to, I liked the actor enough. I kind of wanted to see the zealot, uh, not necessarily get his comeuppance because I felt like he got that anyway. Yeah, but yeah, that was that
0: happened like, in the episode before this when I felt like
1: yeah, like every every one he worshipped kind of kicked his ass.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, there's the moment where I, I saw where I'm just sitting there watching, going, like, "Yeah, that's what you get, buddy. I got that." So I was personally satisfied on that level.
1: Yeah, but I kind of, I wanted to see that character development. I want to see, I feel like this show kind of has a a thing with like, okay, well, we don't know what to do with, uh, this person is gone, and then we might come back, so we're just going to forget about him for a minute. Like, yeah, it's not totally true. It's the way I feel, not the way it actually is, but I would like to see a, a deeper wrap up. If he's not dead, I would like to see a deeper wrap up of his character, like, I would like to see, like, hey, you know what? I am deeply steeped in Kryptonian mythology, at the very least. Mm-hmm. And maybe I can help out on something. Can you guys give me, like, a position or something, even if it means that I'm in chains in, like, a in a cell somewhere in the DEO? Is there something <laughs> I can do to redeem myself? You know what I mean? Like, I would like to see if that. If it ever
0: comes up that you're dealing with, like, those witches again or anything like them, just let me know. Yeah. I wouldn't mind what you're saying, but here's what I actually right. saw. They walked mm. in and out of that cave, and no one mentioned a damn thing about him. I know. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if it was cut for time or what, but no one stopped so, yeah. to look for him.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I cracked up when in the in, when that one of those Kryptonian witches screams out, What devilry is this? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: And, Like my wife, she's just like devilry. Is that even a word? I'm like, I've absolutely said that before. I've, yeah, for
0: sure, said that word. <laughs> it's like a, it's like the kind of word that I, I don't, I don't even know if it exists for sure. And I feel like if it does, the first time I was introduced to it was probably in the Crucible. I'm mm-hmm. not sure, but it would make sense.
1: Yeah, am I? Am, I, I doubt it's going to be you, Jason. But hopefully, one of the listeners will. Uh, will will come in and and say that they may have thought the same thing every time I saw those Kryptonian witches. All I could think of was like the sisterhood of Karn from Doctor Who like that's basically what they were. It was just that was the imagery that that came to mind so let me know I'm not alone guys tell me if <laughs> tell me if anybody saw the
0: Sisterhood of karn please anyone anyone <laughs> I'm so alone. <laughs> I'd like to know if anyone else ever has read Nero Wolf. So, yeah, please, just let me know.
1: I've read Nero Wolf. I've read most of a novel.
0: Oh, good.
1: Yeah. I, you know, got distracted by other things. Mm-hmm. Actually, I got distracted by Ready Player One and then got distracted on that with other things. So I thought you were going to say it was all of wetting. the internet
0: rejecting Ready Player One.
1: Oh, no. I didn't see a lot. I mean, I saw some people reject it, but people I trusted were going, no, it's solid. Go see it. I'm like, okay, okay. Cool. okay, I didn't see it, but I was busy. <laughs> I, think so. I was getting married. I was getting married. Oh, was I was that at that I time. Okay. Couldn't, yeah, I couldn't be bothered to like pull away for long enough to go and see a thing. Mm-hmm. I had to I don't know. Get wedded.
0: I understand. Been there. That's some crazy stuff for like uh God, like the several weeks before and after. Doesn't matter how well you plan mm-hmm. it, just crazy shit happens.
1: Yeah. Ours went off pretty smoothly, honestly. Ours did too. Like the worst thing that happened was like rain.
0: Yeah, which was honestly pretty <laughs> funny. So,
1: yeah, it was like people were like huddled under umbrellas and awnings. Yeah, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I felt so bad for them.
0: I was, I had a pretty good laugh out of it. Did um, I went to ask you this too. Oh, I had two questions for you. One, all right, was there a moment when uh, Alex was talking to John at the end, mm-hmm. where you were like? Oh, did he even hear what the fuck she said? Is this like... Are they gonna just suddenly make him a really selfish character, or what is <laughs> happening right now? And by the time he finishes talking, I'm like, oh okay, no, I guess that I guess that makes sense.
1: Um, I I didn't feel that way. Like, I feel like I feel like Jean has given me the given me enough to uh, give him the benefit of the doubt. Well,
0: that was the thing is like, like <laughs> he ha- but he did have like another mind and transplanted to his. So that was what I was thinking was like, did we just like fundamentally change him? Because I don't want to do that.
1: mm Hmm. I don't, I, you know, I don't think, I, I was, I didn't think about it, honestly. I didn't think that they were going to do that.
0: Um, <laughs> for just a second when he was like, oh, you, no, you can't retire to fulfill your personal needs. In fact, I'm promoting you. I was like, what? Hold on. That's not how I phrased it, but that's what I heard for a second. Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: I have to leave yeah, and fulfill was... my personal journey. You can't do yours, but I'm doing mine instead. Thank you. <laughs> Like, by the end of the speech, I was good with it, and uh, clearly the characters were like, they didn't leave any kind of Alex's resentful of the promotion kind of thing going on.
1: Yeah, no. Just, I like where
0: they left it, but like, yeah, for a second in the middle, I was pretty pretty confused.
1: I, I think it was, um, I figured they were leading up to that, um, just because of how little uh, Jean actually goes into the field. I was like, you know, if they just promoted Alex, because like, you know, Jean might need to go do something else.
0: Yeah, I mean, she, she me. is going to end up out there, though.
1: She will. That's a given. But I mean, first of all, they
0: just gave her bad ass tech. And second, like, you still saw him out there, and you can still say, mm-hmm. hey, he's a, a super powerful creature that's, you know, not even... On this show, maybe not nigh invulnerable, but pretty damn invulnerable.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean... But he's... He's also psychic, and he's been inside of her head. So, in some in some ways, I think he knows her better than she knows herself. Like he
0: knew he knew how she would take that decision, kind of maybe.
1: Yeah, like I think you know, he he wasn't wrong. Like she has to be this. Per- she has to be the person who saves people. She has to be in the thick of it a little bit. Like
0: I'm fine with that. I like I liked it by the end of it. They were, they just scared me a little up front. Mm-hmm. Just my little micro reaction. I was you know, for a second. I was like, oh please don't do that. Oh, okay, fine, fine.
1: Yeah. So at the end of the day though, I'm I'm excited about what they've done with Alex. I'm excited what they might be doing with, with John. Um I'm looking for a shakeup on the show, and I think it's important that these shake ups happen to keep the show fresh and um interesting, honestly. Yeah. I don't want the same thing over and over again. That was my major takeaway though, was like status quo.
0: Every like seriously, everybody involved in the show, every major character, everyone who could name if you just if I gave you like five seconds, name every character, you know. Everybody Mm -hmm. there had a serious arc this season. There's something strong to be said about that.
1: Yeah, and you know the execution has not been great. This episode happened entirely too fast. They wrapped up the rain storyline. They just sort of dragged it out, and then like in the last episode, just wrapped it up super quick. Like (laughs) I could have, I could have dealt with a longer arc of like the end game. Last three or four episodes being like the actual end game. But
0: um, honestly, the episode before this. Uh, was probably one of the most, um, I was probably most, most on the edge of my seat in the episode before this than I was on maybe any other episode this season. Really? Yeah. And it had to partly do with, like, uh, John's father comes down and is like, I can stop this. And you, you know what he means. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's going to build himself uh, literally into the earth. And I, I kind of felt, oh, Lord, let's do that. And then they ended the episode. And I was like, oh, damn. That's, you got me. That was a good cliffhanger.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, so, uh, I didn't want the, I didn't want him to go, man.
0: I didn't, but damn, man, the acting. The acting when he goes.
1: Yeah. Like Oof. Those two. That has that has been my favorite arc this season is uh I'm just gonna always say Carl Lumley. And <laughs> and Sean. <laughs> Sean and his dad just killed me. Yeah. Just, oh, the the loss of the loss of his uh faculties
0: and uh oh, oh yeah. Just All so the stuff sad. between him and Alex and I uh, uh, like the stuff between him and Alex Last episode, oh, crushed me. Mm-hmm. Just crushed me. That was, oh, that was rough, man.
1: Yeah. Like, I I was happy to see that. I was happy to see, like, we didn't get, like, as much win as I wanted this season. But they just haven't had as much to do with him lately, it seems. Like, they'll pull him out for every, you know, every couple of episodes. and be like, okay, well, here's a thing. But, you know, it's not really it had been getting lesser and lesser especially as they pull as they uh pulled away from the guardian storyline like when they pulled away from the guardian storyline they pulled away from the wind storyline
0: yeah they had tied those two I felt together like a got, little bit. we got we got back to that and also brain that was a little bit, deep conversation a little bit. between those two this week yeah but uh they did pull away and that being said there were still highlights like mm-hmm. he had, uh, absolutely he had a great oh man the the stuff with his family was pretty fantastic.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree. Like we did get those episodes, we got you know, some some really good stuff with Jeremy Jordan's win. But I did feel like they pulled away from him significantly this season. Brainy took away some of his some of his uh you know, uh some of his thunder there on the show.
0: Oh yeah, So. But, I mean he took away his thunder and gave back an earthquake. Absolutely. Like that paid off absolutely. huge I don't know if that was their plan. Mm-hmm. I don't know when Jeremy told him we want to go. If they pivoted and made that happen, and got brainy on the show as a result of it, like that's some impressive I mean, backhand producing, man.
1: I suspect they were planning that for quite a while. So overall, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with the show this season. Like it, there were some real like hiccups for me, but. Oh. I think their acting has gotten better. I think the the production has is really started to gel for me in a way that it hadn't in the previous two years. The serialization of the show has really gelled for me in a way that it hasn't previously. Oh what?
0: Just remembered something important. That's not that important. What's that?
1: <laughs> no, what is it?
0: <laughs> I retract the O and I hear I was hearing everything you were saying. I just kinda remembered something out loud. But um uh, mm. Hm I was happy they gave like a slight nod to what Superman was doing.
1: Yes, I was too. And they did where it in the previous really episode. early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the previous episode, my wife
0: was like, and where is Superman? Where the hell would her cousin be? She can clearly DM him, you know?
1: Yeah, and I was like, yeah, he's probably in space. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> <laughs> and in this episode, there was like, Superman is over here in Guatemala. Wasn't that right? Isn't, wasn't that in Guatemala?
0: I think they said Madagascar.
1: Oh, Madagascar, it was. It was Madagascar, they said. So at least there was a
0: nod to it. Even James gets kind of like, yeah, you know, get him, Clark. You know, like that was, if they were just going to do like a nod to to move that on, which by the way, it cracked me up. I think, I, I'm like, I think the shot they had kind of blurry in the background was like the publicity shot they used of Tyler hmm. Like, like the first, you know, public image we had of him as Superman. I think that's what we saw. I'm not like, sure. Superman takes care of blah, blah, blah. It's like just the the stock image we have of him from earlier, I think.
1: I wouldn't be willing to make that claim. I don't know. I I, I just kind of, I saw an
0: S. I'm obviously not willing S- to make S- that claim, but I'm willing to uh, spouse a supposition.
1: <laughs> I saw I saw a shield, an S shield, and and I saw uh, some slicked back hair mm-hmm. for just a second, and then it was gone, and I went, <laughs> all right, well, good.
0: You're like, well, we talked about that at least.
1: That line was dropped. Yeah, and we know why Clark isn't around. Cool. All right. Well, I think, I think I'm done for this episode. I think we've pretty much talked it out, man. I believe so. All right. Well, I, uh, you know, if you didn't like the ending, if you're upset about Monell or or uh, Win uh, departing, or John, not being the head of the DEO anymore. If if you feel like the show has been ruined, I'm so sorry. I don't know why you're listening to us, but I hope we've you convinced you far. otherwise. I, I'm I'm glad we've convinced you otherwise, or I hope we have. And because uh, <laughs> I, I think they've made some positive steps in the show, and um, I think everything that's happened has made sense where they've left it.
0: I mean, the the idea of jumping the shark is one thing, mm-hmm. but in some ways the more confused you are about what's going to happen, the better. I really don't, I don't don't know what they're doing. They, they shook up a lot. Yeah, they did. I I wouldn't know how to predict where they're going next season. Exactly. Like I know we were given some, you know, some allusions to red sun and stuff like that, but I don't know.
1: I think to me, you know, yeah, there's Siberia, but I think the, the allusions to red sun, I think we're, we're going to really dive into nature versus nurture in the coming season. That, that's got to be where we're, where we're head, heading with that, right? Wouldn't you
0: think? That's that's my fervent hope, yeah. Because and and it's because of, like what I said earlier, like that there was so much focus and, and you know Cara's uh, Kara's, like wrap up speech was, um, this is you know this is my home, this is where I, like, surely the importance they put on on that kind of turn for her character is what we're going to explore next season. Like, well, mm-hmm. I, I'm so glad you're backing us right now, but what if? What if you didn't have that upbringing?
1: And hopefully that will also play deeply into how she's Lena Luther.
0: Yeah, it'd be nice. Because you're right. She has been uh, slightly bigoted to the name in a way, you know? Yeah. Maybe maybe there's some understanding between those two that wasn't there before. Who knows?
1: Yeah. So anyway, uh, we will keep uh, up to date on the news, on our news episodes as uh, the news drops. We probably won't mention all the news we talked about here in the new episode because we just
0: talked about it. What are you you talking about? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of Supergirl. If you asked me last week, like, oh, man, there's so much Supergirl. Yeah, we, that all played out. Yeah. So uh,
1: we are DC On Screen. You can find every episode at dconscreen.com. Uh, we're also very happily accepting people into our new Facebook group. Where You can go uh, to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash DC On Screen podcast and uh, request to join. It is a closed group, but, you know, if you don't look like some sort of strange porn bot or something, we'll accept you, and there will be, like, a digital hug waiting for you. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Or you can leave us a voicemail, 2052596331, and uh, we'll put you on the air. We're not being stingy with our air, man. No, there's plenty. It's all around us. Um, (laughs) Invading our brains. It's terrifying. It's a terrifying thought. (laughs) <laughs> well, hopefully we'll be back in the next couple of days. Uh, if not, then next week with news. Uh, we got a, a couple of little scheduling, a uh, possible scheduling snafus, but I think we'll get it done. Probably.
0: I'm going to say within a week. Yeah, there we'll should be something within up a week.
1: within a week. Absolutely. So until then, keep some DC on your screen. Our opening narration was from Dan Jurgens' The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC52, Week 4. It was performed by me, David C. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Future Elevators, could be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Effie Ophelders of the fantastic podcast, Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud. It can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher. We are proudly in partnership with TV Time. TV show calendar and a social media site that lets you keep track of what you're watching, what your friends are watching, and where you all left off. DC On Screen is a maladjusted production. Visit maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, an improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and
0: more. Are you maladjusted?
1: 15 minutes
0: could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.